Hey there guys, welcome to Strong Feet Radio. In this episode, I want to talk about changing running technique. And more specifically, is it a good idea to change running technique? Now, the reason for this episode is that I very often see posts uh, published, social media, saying that changing your running technique causes problems. Now for me, that's just lazy. That's just sitting there saying that, oh, I read this paper and it said if you change from being a heel striker to a four-foot striker, there's a chance of getting injured, therefore you should just run the way you run. The reason it's lazy is that if we equate that to any other movement that we do in life, whether it's just talking about posture, walking, swimming, squatting, deadlifting, if somebody is squatting with poor technique, poor efficiency for them, for their body, is that the chance of injury goes up, and we know this. So what we want to do with that person squatting is teach them how to squat. Oh, let's take it back a little step. Let's make sure they've got the required range of motion to be able to squat efficiently for them, for their body. Then we're going to teach them movement patterns on how to squat, not when they're doing a 1RM squat, not when they're in their actual training sets. It's going to be maybe with a PVC pipe, maybe with an empty barbell, and then always, always, always focusing through the warm-up and build sets on perfect form the whole way through so that hopefully by the time they get to their fatigue sets or their higher volume, higher intensity, higher load sets, their technique holds as close to 100% as possible. Now, in the running world, unfortunately, the change in a technique usually goes something like this. Oh, heel striking is bad for you. Run on your toes. That doesn't solve anyone's problems and only keeps people employed because, yes, injuries do often happen. But if we were teaching someone to squat, we wouldn't just throw out one cue at them, send them out of our clinic, send them out, of, out to uh, the gym and just wish them well, especially as they're going to actually train with that one cue. So the point of all this is that changing running technique is like changing how someone squats, how someone stands, how someone swims, how someone does anything, is that technique matters. There's not one way to run, but I promise you there are many ways not to run and many ways to get injured and broken and wear things out to the point where maybe running's not part of your life anymore. So I'm throwing this out to coaches, practitioners, and to people who run that if you tell people that running the way or changing the way they run is likely to cause problems, there's only two things there. There's one that you don't have time to spend with that patient or you won't make time to spend with that client to actually teach them how to run, or you yourself don't know how to change how they're running, how to tweak how they're running, and how to help them run more efficiently. Now, it doesn't matter if you don't know how to help someone run more efficiently, but maybe find someone who can. Because I promise you, with all my work with people from very high-level athletes to the crux of everything I do, which is not athletes, it's just people wanting to run a marathon, run to lose weight, run for fitness, is that changing the way people run changes everything for them. They run better in terms of performance, which is great. They have less niggles, less injuries, and they start to enjoy it more. So changing running technique is not as simple as just giving people a one-off cue and wishing them well. Telling them that changing running technique can cause problems, absolutely it can. But you can't just stop there. You've got to sit there and work out, oh, how do I help this person do the thing they enjoy? And if, again, they enjoy squatting or deadlifting but are doing it terribly, there's time to intervene with that. So when you're running, if you enjoy running, if you work with people who run, is that learning how to run efficiently, learning how to help people run efficiently can be quite simple. 
we overcomplicate things, but then we oversimplify things and try and just say, hey, run on your toes, which is terrible. Now, there's not many runners who run well that purely run on their toes. So I'm not going to go into the full throngs of how to run well, but I really want to touch upon something that I hear way, way, way too often is that changing running technique causes problems, and it just doesn't. We need to improve how we move all the time. Every single run I go on, I think about how I'm moving. There's no perfect. There's absolutely no perfect, but there is better. I think about each time my foot contacts the ground. Of course, my brain drifts off, and I'm not, you know, I'm not villagent of every single step that I take, but I think about what I'm doing. If I hear myself get heavy, I try and improve. If I feel myself tense up, I try and improve on that. Because with running, every step is a repetition. Every time you contact the ground, it is a repetition. Now, if each of those repetitions are just slightly more efficient, now this word efficient, I'm throwing around a lot in here. There's many ways to achieve better efficiency when with running. But one of the absolute most simple way to achieve better efficiency with running is to be quieter on the ground. To not hit the ground with such a big thud. Don't worry about which part of your foot contacts the ground first. In fact, when I teach running, I never ever tell people which part of the foot has to contact the ground first. And that's why all these studies are flawed when they try and say, right, I will take a bunch of runners, we'll leave a bunch of them heel strike, and we'll get a bunch to run on their forefoot or midfoot, and we'll see what happens after X number of weeks. Is they haven't changed anything. They've just forced people to do something that doesn't feel natural. Now, again, I'm not saying to let people just go along slamming their heels into the ground and waiting for their knees to fall apart. But if you contact the ground lighter per step, you're going to improve a lot of the fancy things that I look for when working one-on-one -on -one with a runner. So the part of your foot that contacts the ground first will change. It'll change with the camber of the road, the slope of the road, the terrain, and especially your speed. So in summary, changing, working with, helping runners to move better per stride, per step, per repetition is incredibly beneficial. Just saying that it can cause problems to change the way someone runs is means that you are literally looking at it through a very narrow lens of trying to change one parameter, which is usually foot stride. Or maybe cadence. Maybe you're telling someone to run at 180 cadence and they start looking at their watch when they run and they don't understand that cadence and speed are absolutely not the same thing. Cadence and speed are not the same thing. I can run at 180 cadence around my living room. And no, it's not that big. And I could take 40 seconds to go around my living room. And again, it's not that big. I can do 180 cadence on the spot. Now, I'm not moving fast in a forwards direction, but I'm very elastic. Cadence is elasticity. I'll do a whole episode on cadence sometime soon, but cadence is elasticity. It's using what we're born with to load and spring into the next step. But cadence is not speed. And when you look at your watch and you're 150 cadence and somebody's told you, you've got to run at 180. So you run faster. 160, faster, 170, and by the time you get to 180, you literally nearly die. And you certainly can't sustain that speed. So changing one parameter of running is not good enough. Trying to do it yourself or teaching other people to. There are so many easy things we can tweak with running, but telling people just to run the way they do, even though they came into you injured from what they were doing, is simply not good enough. We're going to sit there and learn little bits so we can help everybody that might come into the gym or the clinic or for you guys to help yourself. All right, I probably haven't answered anything there, but I just wanted a little bit of a rant of 
when I see these posts saying changing running causes problems. Not if it's done right. Cheers, guys.